Welcome to the Tea with Tamara podcast. I'm Tamara Arnold. And it wasn't that long ago that I was a broke single mom drinking way too much, completely detached from everything. Now I've written multiple books, downloaded I Could Read Chakras, and I'm a channel for the universe. I'm a real person with real stories, and I can't wait to share them with you. So grab a warm bevy and let's have some enlightened conversation to live our best life. Happy Magical Monday, friends. So excited to come to you live. I am downstairs in my husband's office because we decided to sell our house last week and everything has been full steam ahead. I cannot believe the amount of things we have achieved. It's an incredible um, realization that when you commit to something, anything is possible. If you place all your energy into going all in, the things you can achieve, my friends, the things you can achieve, it is limitless. And so today, it's kind of like a really big conversation. It's one of my favorite conversations to have because we're talking about the sacral, And the sacral is a big deal. I always say the sacral, which is at your pubis bone in terms of your energy centers as a chakra or your second floor of your energetic body. And it's such a powerful chakra. I always explain it as if your sacral is vibrating really high, we know it is as if your energy speaks to us before you even open your mouth. It is we see you even when you're trying not to be seen because sacral is confidence. And confidence is a multifaceted word, truly, because within the sacral, there are three parts that I've been given to read. There is your sexual energy, your sensual energy, and your feminine energy. And the interplay between these three creates like a trifecta of magical, feminine, divine, sexy, confident energy that just emanates from you all the time. And so I'm going to break it down and I'm going to get into sexual energy because I think that there is a belief that when I say sexual energy, everybody automatically goes down to, she means sex. I'm not having any sex. Maybe I am. Maybe I want more than I'm getting. All of these things. And sexual energy, yeah, it does vibrate high when you're getting regular intercourse, let me tell you, because there's a certain energetic effect of sex that just we glow, we get flushed, we feel you know, elevated through the hormones that are released. And yes, most people can read that on you when you walk into a room. Like, that girl is getting lucky. But sexual energy doesn't just mean the physical act of sex. Sexual energy is you, the listener right now, feeling so darn good in your physical body that you love literally every part of yourself from your hair to your nails to your toes, you can find zero faults in your being because you chose this body when you came to earth. And whether it is small or it has more pounds than you would like on it right now, you choose love of you over all else. And that confidence is a very powerful thing. 
And so, I mean, you could be wearing a ball cap and be in your sweats, but if you love all parts of yourself, you're the person who people stop in the grocery store and say, hey, can you direct me towards this? Or if you're on the street talking to a friend, in lots of people are around, people are still going to ask you for directions because there is a beautiful, I keep saying that because genuinely, this is, if I could get everybody to just truly get to this place of 100% love in all parts of their physical being, I would be the happiest human in the land. And for those who don't know, I mean, I was a personal trainer for almost a decade before I became an author and an intuitive life coach. So, I mean, I have been around women talking about their physical body and men for a very long time. And this one holds a very dear place in my heart because we need to love our physical selves right here, right this moment, no matter what we want done to it. Because as so long as you're putting an and then, you're not truly in that space of love because the love is now. And when you love yourself right now, just as you are, then you will love yourself with some pounds lost or some pounds gained or with your toes painted or your hair done or however else you are creating the end then. It starts now. So you're confident in your physical body and sexual energy, but you're also confident in the message that you're bringing out to the world, right? You know that you have the physical gift or the, um, you know, the professional opportunities and you believe in what you're doing and you hold space within yourself to say, yeah, I am the best at what I do because nobody else does it quite like me. There may be a million other people doing this, but nobody does it quite like me. And so sexual energy is the physical self, but it's also your, you know, manifestation of what it is that you're placing out into this world, your stardust and your true belief in what it is that you're doing. And so when you stand in that confidence and you add the other two parts to this, then you're unstoppable. That's when your sacral is like, people can feel your energy before you turn a corner. And it's like, somebody's coming. Oh my God, they feel really bright. (laughs) That kind of thing. Sensual energy is being present in the moment as it's passing. And now everybody, or maybe you have or you haven't, have heard of the, the statement that, you know, depression is living in the past, anxiety is living in the future, and choosing to be in the present is where solutions and calm and peace exist. And this is very true. But I want to bring it forth even more for you to understand. Um, when you are in a state of withdrawing, right, or you're pulling in, This is where hiding happens. And that actually is the resistance of the sacral as a whole. You will know your sacral's out when you want to hide, when you want to hibernate, when you are turning down social, uh, yeah, turning down social engagements because you don't really have a reason. You just don't want to. I mean, if you need to put your nose to the grind and get some work done, like write a book or create a program or do whatever, totally get it. But when you're doing it just because you just don't feel comfortable going out in public, that's the the space in which we know that you're behind the present moment. And I mean, I was behind the present moment for years after my son and I broke up uh, during the process of him being 16 to 18. Absolutely 100%. I lived in the withdrawn state of hiding. And even my husband, who is just starting to come out of depression now, um, you know, he hibernated. He lived in the studio down in this basement. You know when you're hiding. And that is being behind the present moment. 
and turning within. When you go to events or parties, you skim the exterior, exterior. You don't engage people in conversation. Small talk makes you want to cry or, in, you know, being the actual activator of a conversation. And yes, as a highly sensitive empath, I do a bit of that. But I, you know, choosing to make the decision to start a conversation or be willing to learn more about somebody or have the curiosity is a lot different. I can talk to everybody on the perimeter, don't get me wrong, but I'm not comfortable going in. But it doesn't mean I don't talk, right? And then going ahead of the present moment is when you are constantly thinking about what is next and you're not taking the moment to celebrate any wins or what's going on in your day or your life. You're already on to the next thing. Even when you're talking to somebody, you're thinking about the grocery list or how you have to pick up your kids from school and what are you going to eat before you take them to dance or soccer or hockey or whatever it is. And you're constantly like going, going, going. Your brain doesn't shut off. And I mean, our brains don't shut off. I get that. But you know what I mean. Like you're already on and then I have to do this. And then once I do that... And we know, we know when we're engaged in a conversation with you that you're not present. It's like your eyes are looking at us, but we can feel the wheels are turning in the background. You know what I'm saying? And we lose the ability to really connect with that person when we're already driving the ship ahead to the next port. And so it is so powerful when you no longer hide and you pull yourself back from thinking about anything else that you have during the day and you ground yourself into the moment where you're speaking to somebody and you connect to every word that they're saying. And for me, this took practice. I was constantly either behind or ahead. And so actually paying attention to to what somebody was saying to me, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to like think about this and be here with them. But the things that you learn and the conversations that you can have and that intensity of connection is so powerful. It is probably one of the most amazing things you can ever give yourself, which is the gift of choosing to shut out everything that's going on around you and just be in the moment with somebody. And I'm not not just talking a love relationship. I'm talking about your clients. I'm talking about your kids. I'm talking about whomever it is that you're speaking to. Because I can promise you that there are multitudes of conversations that I have had where I forget about everybody else in the room. And not only is that powerful for me, but I know it's powerful for the person that I'm connecting with and I'm chatting with and I'm talking with. And those often turn into relationships where I hire them or they hire me. I'm just saying. And then the third piece of this, which is your feminine energy. So I want you to think that there, well, I want you to know, not think, know that there are two uh, divine energies in the world. There is the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And both offer us two separate like energies that we can tap into. You have masculine, which tends to be drive, go, do. And then you have feminine, which is release, relax, and let go, right? Because this is so powerfully key in learning that everything is going just the way that it's meant to be going and you don't have to keep such a tight reins on it. When you are not attached to your feminine energy, you tend to be masculine dominated, which means that the word I'm about to say will probably give you like shivers and not in the good way. And I'm saving this word for a reason, because when I say it, I want you to actually viscerally feel the word. And if the word makes you want to like either vomit or run away or stick your head or shut off this podcast, this is important for you to know about your sacral, because your sacral is part of, ready for it? Surrendering. 
releasing all control, knowing that you are nurtured and cared for, that you don't have to be the only one to do everything in your family and your business, because if somebody else comes into it, they're probably going to mess it up anyway, and then you're going to have to go back in. It's going to be double the work, and everything is just, see, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, so you can hear what somebody in control would say right? They never give up any reins because they feel that no one else will ever be able to do it as good as they do. And just by asking, like they would never ask for help anyway, but even having help would mean double the work. If that makes sense to you, then I'm telling you right now, your feminine energy from your sacral is not as soft and gooey and flowy as you would like it to be. So sacral is such a powerful combination and trifecta when you have that sexual, I am physically in my present body, which I love, and I'm confident in all parts of myself. I'm confident in the message that I'm placing out into the world. I'm committed to being in the conversations that I'm having 100%, no matter how short they are, how long they are, but giving that opportunity for the energy exchange, because there is always something that is meant to be exchanged between two people when they come in contact and being open and fully there to see that synchronistic, beautiful expression of what's meant to pass between two people. So you are confident, you're present, and then you don't hold this air of control. You know that you need others in your life in order to support and drive your business or your family or whatever it is forward. Because anyone trying to do everything alone creates a very big shift and imbalance in your whole internal energy. And so you release that, you surrender. Oh, I just love that word. My shoulders relax every time I say surrender. You surrender into knowing that as long as you show up and do the best that you possibly can every day, that, you know, Mama Nature and Mother Mary and all the goddesses are protecting you and surrounding you and making sure that you, my friend, are taken care of, even when it may not feel that you are. And so that's sacral. And it was a really powerful thing. And I'll tell you a couple stories about I always live through uh, whatever it is I'm recording or writing. And this week, um, I'm involved in a mastermind. And there have been some people that, you know, I have allowed to irk me in some way. And I'm just being real here because I, even though I'm a spiritual coach and even though I'm a business energy person and the chakras are my jam, doesn't mean that I am not a work in progress. And so there were a few people, oh no, it's two, it's two people that were irking me. And I was like, oh my goodness, why are they irking me? Because I know it's a reflection of something that is going on within me. And the truth of the matter is, is the reason these people were rubbing me the wrong way wasn't because of them. It was because they show the confidence that I am aiming to reach or I'm trying to attain within myself. And so here I am and I'm like, oh, they're just high on themselves or oh, they're just like, you know, attention seeking or they're grabbing whatever. And I'm just, again, being really honest here. And then I took a step back. I looked in the mirror of my own soul and I was like, no, actually, they're great humans. And I've actually reached out to both of them to connect with them because they're doing something that I wish to be doing. And simply by making that decision, I could feel my confidence rising to match their vibration as opposed to lowering into a lower vibrational frequency or an emotional state of, you know, judgment or, you know, blame or guilt or shame or all those, right? We have that choice to see that reflection and elevate our being in our body. And the other thing that, um, 
happened in my sacral this week is as Jeff and I have decided to sell this house and shift and move our life in a new direction. Oh my goodness. It is such a turn on for me to have a motivated husband coming out of depression because I'm going to say this and I want to actually do a podcast on this and it's reflected back to me as well because I lived in depression, but depression is not sexy. It is not sexy. And, you know, depression is also selfish. And again, I'm saying this from the state of being depressed. I know what depressed feels like because we live in such a a small world where just getting through our thing in the day feels like the hardest job. Like being awake sometimes feels like the hardest job. And so adding in somebody else's thoughts or feelings, we don't have the capacity to see that. So it it just, it feels like everything is about us and everything is hard. And, you know, there is a level of not being able to do or achieve the things that other people are doing. And so that unmotivated state uh, isn't always the most, yeah, baby, let's jump in and get things going on. So as Jeff and I are moving our business and our our house forward and getting rid of it and, you know, letting go of the house that we live in, which legitimately we've only lived in for just over five years. And at all points of this just over five years, somebody in my house has had depression. It went from Ethan to me to Jeff. And so we are closing this door. And as every trip out of the house happens, you can feel the energy getting lighter and brighter and filling with this hope and this amazing flow again. And with that flow and this motivation and this inspiration comes a whole new sexual drive, which is pretty freaking amazing, let me tell you. So yeah, so between really noticing that confidence shift within myself and having the capacity to shift my relationship where sex is concerned, I have to tell you that this has been a pretty amazing sacral week for me. And so um, I'm going to leave you with two things to do uh, this week if you so choose to accept them. One is if you uh, heard me say that loving your body is not the jam that you would like to do, like you just don't like your body, look up the um, water. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Ooh. Actually, watch who the, what the bleep do we know? What the bleep do we know? What the bleep do we know? It is on Netflix and I believe it, no, sorry, it's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon. And I believe it's on YouTube. And that will help you understand the importance of loving your body. And one of the things that I practice and I ask others to practice as well is we're all put cream on at the end of the day or in the beginning of the day after we have our bath or shower and get into the habit of just saying I love you to each body part as you are um, doing that. So literally rubbing your feet and saying I love you feet and your shins, I love your shins. This begins the practice of really connecting to from your visual optic um, brain into the actual physical touch of your body. And so that fires neurons in a different way. Plus you're seeing your body and it really does help shift a lot of, um, your capacity to, to show love to your physical being. 
And the other thing that I was going to say, so that's just one thing. And the other thing that I was going to say where your sacral is concerned is just to practice being in the present moment when you're in conversation. So if you feel your mind wandering in any which way, just to grab it back from wherever it's gone and to connect and to commit to hearing and listening to what the person you are talking to is saying, whether it is your kids talking about anime, which is what my two, you know, 13-year-old daughters do. And I have to be like, yes. Todoroki. Yes, Yuri. Okay. I'm listening. Ike. It was not too bad when it was just Naruto, but they keep throwing in a bunch of other ones now. Um, So again, physical cream on your body and saying, I love you, watching what the bleep do we know, and being present in each moment. If you can do these three things, I promise you, you will have a significant shift on the vibration of your sacral this week. Have a magical Monday. I love you guys so much, and we will talk soon.